Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so lovely to have you here. It is a beautiful day here in Australia and I hope that you are also having a beautiful day. So we originally started this podcast to help share stories and help inspire you, the listener, in your business, no matter what point you're in, to keep going forth because sometimes business can be a little bit tricky and what can we say, it's definitely a journey, not a destination and you know, God can do miraculous things and we just love that but sometimes, you know, things can get a little bit hairy and you just need a girlfriend who gets that you're a Christian, that you love God and to give you that little bit of encouragement back. So we hope that you are enjoying our podcasts and today on the show I am very excited to have a a lady from America who we seem to find lots of people on Instagram which is great, we love Instagram and if you're not using it it's a great tool but this lady captured my eye with the word kindness and um, all that she is doing in the world through kindness and with lots of colour. So this particular lady believes in the colour pink and that monograms are one of life's necessities. I'm going to ask what a monogram is after this. (laughs) Um, She is head over heels in love with mason jars, sweet tea and rocking chairs on the front porch. That sounds lovely. A good day is one where she has laughed and lived well. Loved well, sorry. Flesh flowers make her spirit bloom. Polka dots and stripes make her weak at the knees. But most of all... This beautiful lady loves spreading joy to others around her. So this beautiful lady on the podcast show today is Kerry Grace. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, 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 good. So you've had lots of things happening in your life, which you're going to be sharing with us in your story today. And basically, you are the CEO, I guess, of the Kindness Box. Is that That's only one element at the minute of what you are doing by the sounds yes. of it. Yes, yes. So if you haven't already seen Carrie on Instagram, go and check out her her awesome page full of inspiration. And I love the bio. <laughs> it is believer in tossing kindness around like confetti. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. Cool. All right. Well, could you please take us on your story from where the kindness box and all that kind of stuff started to what doors God's opening for you now? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I actually started a different business before I had the kindness box where I was selling hair bows a few years ago. I used to be a teacher and I was selling them because I had little kids in my class. And so it was just kind of like a hobby. And then I added some more products to it. So I was selling 
um, like t-shirts and some necklaces, um, because I was having a lot of women and moms come to my site. So I was trying to find products for them as well. And then I started working with college girls as like brand ambassadors. And so I would send them these big boxes of like candy and goodies. Um, and then I would send a product for them to share on social media. And so I was sharing those boxes on social media. And a lot of my followers at the time were like, that's amazing. I want a box like that. That's kind of like a lot of happiness in a box. And so I really created it out of, you know, people, me already doing something similar with the business I had. So I kind of pivoted and moved directions and I don't sell those products as much or at all, some of them, and moved into the kindness box. And the, the idea was kind of to have products that people could use to pay it forward. So blank, blank cards or, you know, sometimes we'll send like two necklaces and say, give one to a friend. Um, so just products that are happy and bright and also have kind of a pay it forward mindset, if you will. Um, so I've been doing that three years and it's been a wild, fun ride. Yeah. And so now I'm, I've actually been doing some speaking for the last almost four years, but very, I mean, very small amounts of speaking in each year. And so now I'm kind of moving more into speaking, um, kind of on the, the idea of, either kindness in your business, kindness in the workplace, in corporate jobs, and then on college campuses. So I'm, I am doing that in, in addition to running the kindness boxes is going in and kind of sharing a lot, you know, a lot of my story and um, then like practical tips on how to cultivate more kindness, whether it's, you know, on a college campus or in a school or um, in a big corporation. That's awesome. So that's kind of on the horizon. Yeah. So God's kind. So, can you take us through some of the stories that have happened? So you send in your kindness box out. Like, is there been anything where you've just gone, okay, this is why it's all worth it? Oh yes. So I had a few. I have um. Some people will send it. I handwrite the cards. I have a section where you can write notes, and then I'll handwrite the notes, and I'll you know put it all together. And so I don't always know the full story, but I know people have sent it you know, when people have gone through tragedy. So I've seen people, you know, losing someone or someone struggling with cancer and someone sending it saying like, you know, I hope this is cheerful in your chemotherapy. And then I had one, I think it was um, someone young died and, and a bunch of people came to the site and ordered like condolences and sent it to, I guess, family members. And I couldn't really figure out the whole story, but it was, it's neat to kind of be a, you know, a small part of a bigger story and you don't always know what happens. So that there's just been certain things like that where you're like, wow, I get to like spread a little love via this business and get to uplift people going through hard times, even if you don't get to be fully part of the story. There have been some stuff that have come through that have been, wow, that's so awesome. And um, people email me when they get it and, you know, tell me how much it made their day and how they're so happy their friend sent it to them. That's awesome. And so do you have like a, a factory or like a storeroom where you kind of make all the boxes up like have you got a little production line happening yes yes yeah at one point I toyed with the idea of moving into a big warehouse but that felt daunting so that's still maybe on the horizon and um, it's just a matter of how big I've wanted to scale it and because I have other moving parts it's like hard I've kept it at a certain capacity if that makes sense and so if I ever want to go bigger I'll have to go to a warehouse but for now I have a little assembly line and I have people will help me assemble it which is yeah a godsend <laughs> that's really cute that's really cute cool all right well if someone was thinking about either starting a similar kind of industry or 
you know, the kind of thinking of doing, a, I guess, a box subscription business even. Uh, what five tips on your craft would you pass on for them starting out? Well, I guess my first tip I would say, which sounds probably silly, but to start, I think a lot of times people get really stuck in the dream phase and they really want to have this perfect dream before they um, are willing to take the leap of faith. And so I just talked to so many women who are like, oh, someday when I'm ready, I'm going to do fill in the blank. And so I think just taking a baby step, even if it's just, you know, trying it once or getting a sample or doing something that at least starts the ball rolling versus, you know, just saying like having this, this dream for years. And as silly as it is, like, I think that that is sometimes what people need to hear, like almost a permission slip to start and take the leap of faith. So that would be one tip. Tip number two, I would say reach out to people. The online world, if you will, and just like creative entrepreneurship is, it can be quite friendly and there can be a lot of people that don't necessarily feel like it's competition. They really want to see everyone be successful. So, you know, finding a couple people that maybe are similar or maybe not say like your director at competition, but someone who is doing something similar or has been doing something for a long time just kind of asking them a few questions, maybe asking if they'd be willing to do an online Skype with you, just reaching out and putting yourself out there and saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to do this new thing and I thought you might be a great resource. I think also just tip number three, at least with having a box company that I now have learned probably the hard way is just figuring out how to scale it. I think that was the hardest part for me was the scalability because it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts because I'm putting like five to seven sometimes nine items in a box and making sure they all fit in a box and you know ordering the right quantity so I think just having a more long-term plan and you know looking into a warehouse as an option having I mean for me I just kind of fell in my lap and I started doing it and I didn't have a great business plan as you will so I would say one of the tips is have you know, at least a year business plan. So you know where you want to go versus just always feeling like you have to catch up. Which is good and bad in both ways. Like sometimes it's good to go like completely off the cuff and, yes. you know, <laughs> kind of not really having a set plan as such to start off with and just building momentum and being, you know, radically spontaneous with God as your guide. Um, and, you know, there's also benefits in planning as well. But, you know, at the same time, you can sometimes restrict yourself with planning and, you know, an opportunity might come up that you're like, if you were so, you know, stuck on your plan and this is the only way, that you might miss out on it as well. So I think it's it's kind of finding the balance, isn't it, with being a business owner of going, okay, what like I, right. I guess the main right. thing I see is important is at least knowing your mission, your vision. So then, and just settling and working that out with God. So then you can be quite, you can mold your business to how markets change and how industries change. So then you're not just stuck in this like rigid 10 million page business plan, but you're going, okay, does this opportunity line up with our mission and vision? Does it sit right with where we are right now? You know, how's it going to impact our finances? 
and you know just being open to the opportunity and if it doesn't fit with your mission and vision you can kind of go actually I'm okay with saying no to that one at the minute right (laughs) or it might fit perfectly and you go okay well this isn't where we thought we were gonna go but we can see potential in this and it it fits right and with who we are so let's go in that direction oh exactly I think tip number four it depends how far along you maybe are in business not necessarily to be on day one but having a mastermind or just a group of women who also own businesses has been really helpful for me so I have been in a group for uh, maybe two and a half to three years and there's 10 of us there maybe like seven to ten of us it just varies but we all own businesses and we either meet in person once a month or meet online and it's a great way to have a sounding board and have people, um, yeah. you know, you can go in there and say, okay, here's my dilemma. Does anyone have a solution to this? Or I'm working on this new project. Do you think the pricing is good on this? I'm wanting to try this new thing. Has anyone else done this before? So it's a great way to, you know, get free feedback and also bring your own, yeah, totally. you know, knowledge yeah. and resources to the table and help other people at the same time. So I've really enjoyed having, you know, this group of girls that I can kind of, and, and, and we have relationships where it's like, you know, we can call each other up outside of that once a month meeting kind of say, okay, I'm working through this dilemma. Yeah. How do I navigate this? So that's been really powerful. Just having, even if it's just one person and having accountability yeah, is really, I think a great thing as a business owner to not feel so isolated and alone yeah. with all your struggles. And we know a great community <laughs> yes. that can offer just that. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So you are up to number five. Yes. Tip number five, I would say don't be afraid to put yourself out there and kind of pitch to people, if you will. So, you know, let's say there's someone you would love to send your product to or have a collaboration with, you know, find a way to either comment on their Instagram or, or build a relationship that way or send them an email and not necessarily go with the expectation, oh, this is going to be my new best friend. But I think a lot of times, like I was saying with, step, with tip one about starting, is that we often kind of let fear be our boss yeah, and not have faith in God and what, you know, what his path and purpose and plans are. And so I think a lot of times we get scared to do more than just dip our toe in the water. We don't really want to take a full plunge. So I think depending where you are, just doing it once, at least trying, like, okay, this is my dream person. Because I, oftentimes we forget that it always starts with a no until you ask for a yes. We just assume, like, oh, they're not going to say yes. And a lot of times you'll be pleasantly surprised by, you know, people who are willing to help you or work alongside of you or collaborate with you or do a project or give you advice. We just don't always ask for it out of fear. Yeah. So I would say kind of put yourself out there and see where it takes you. I think that's awesome wisdom. I once had a mentor that basically said the same thing. He's like, okay, so who do you want to go and reach out to? And I'm like, well, X, Y, and Z. He's like, good. And, you know, have you approached them yet? And I've gone, no. And, you know, he's the, obviously he challenged me. So, well, what's stopping you? And I'm like, well, you know what if they say no and he's like stop right there how can you tell them what that whether they should say yes or no like that's not for you to decide it's for them to decide and if they do decide no that's okay 
but what if they say yes? And, you know, it it was one of them light bulb moments where I'm like, why am I stopping people from saying yes to me? <laughs> so that is an awesome point. I love it. Love, love, love it. Cool. So to do a quick recap, we have got one. Take the step, even when you're not fully ready yet, just in case it's that fear. We don't, you know, um, movement is better than perfection. So, you know, not letting that fear stop us or thinking that we're not ready or whatever it is that might be kind of stopping you. Just, you know, take the first step and see what happens. Number two is reach out to some people that maybe in the same industry as you, ask them some questions, ask if they're willing to answer some questions for you and just get their wisdom. So hopefully you miss making mistakes. Number three is you were mentioning about how you, you kind of started the box business and the kindness box and it happened accidentally and just kind of setting out at least a little bit of a plan to work out what it is that you want to do for the next year. So you've kind of got... Um, a goal or a destination destination in mind. Number four, having a mastermind or a community of women that you can get support around and you know you can do your your monthly meetups and just brainstorm through things and five heads are always better than one. So having those women around you that you can bounce ideas off and of course Things are always easier when you're giving someone else advice, but you have the opportunity to share your wisdom and knowledge too. A bit like Christian Women in Business. <laughs> Number five, don't be afraid of putting yourself out there in the way of collaboration, approaching people. And, you know, the best way to do that is always, you know, ask what you can give them, not what they can give you and just really fill them with awesomeness and serving them and, um, don't be afraid and don't put them saying no as a barrier to stopping you from asking them the questions that you have. So awesome. I think that was it, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Great work. Go team. So <laughs> how do you incorporate God into your business? I think probably in a bunch of different ways. I definitely, you know, will share on Instagram the highs and lows in life and just that, you know, it has me now. I think for me, I never really intended to have a business, if you will. This wasn't really my career path in my own, you know, like Carrie Grace's plan A, this isn't it. And even stepping into speaking has been really scary. I mean, I've been doing it and it's always been this fear and I've always kind of gone back and forth and been like, why can't you choose someone else? God, I don't like, I'm not the best for this. And so I think for me, it's just, you know, sharing that with other people, whether it's in the online space or in just my personal life. And so I think it really is the guiding like lamppost in my business as to what I'm doing. I don't think I would necessarily do some of the things that I'm doing if I, if I were on my own and I had no relationship yeah. with God. I would be like, nope, this is how I'm doing it. This is when I'm doing it. This is what it looks like for me to do it. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely stepping out in faith in a lot of things and hoping you know, it works out and trusting that God has a, a bigger plan and vision than I have for myself. <laughs> he's a good God. Um, I'm yeah. sure he's got lots in plan for you. Um, I don't think you need to worry about that. So what is your Bible verse for this season and why? Um, I don't know if I've ever really had a seasonal one, but I have like 
just one for life that I always is like my go-to, which is um, Psalm 4610, which says, be still and know that I am God. It's very short yeah. and it's kind of like the verse I've been telling myself every day, but um, I tend to be a doer. I like to have my hands and all the stars and always on the go. And so it's a, it's a very helpful, somewhat probably basic verse for me to just be like, I need, the stillness is really what um, I hone in on of like, okay, I need to be still and know that you are bigger than me always. And so it, really, it helps me. I think that I'm such a on the go mover and it's just good to almost refocus and remind myself like he's a rock and you know, the end all be all, if you will. And so that's a verse I definitely cling to through, through all seasons. But then it's kind of my go to, um, you know, on the mountaintop and in the valleys of just concerts around myself that I need to slow down and be grateful for where God has me now and not trying to be 10 steps ahead or 10 steps behind looking back at the past. Cool. I I feel like I am kind of similar in that way and I totally get that sometimes you just get caught up in the busyness and, you know, when you're a doer, you do. You're really good at doing. So, like, having that verse is, like, a way to kind of rein you back in and go, just stop. <laughs> just stop and listen to me right now. <laughs> you don't need to be doing any more stuff. Like, you do enough stuff. Just just be still and know that I'm, I'm here for you and I love you and I've got you back. And I think probably a lot of um, business owners that are listening can kind of relate to that as well because, you know, we're in business because we're doers and we do stuff, we make stuff happen. But there's a lot said and it's, you know, it's quite a priceless thing to actually just stop and have that time with God and know that he's still going to be doing stuff for you while you're spending time with him. So just let it be. That's really good. So where, obviously, Instagram... Um, is your favorite platform is that where people can find you and if so which yeah. would be the best place to find you on there <laughs> oh probably just add the kindness box so it would be at the kindness box yes yeah awesome cool so if you um are listening to this podcast and you'd like to get connected um and maybe send your own kindness box to someone um, you can connect through Instagram and then the website www.thekindnessbox.com. Yes, correct. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure to interview you. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with our audience before we end? I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. That's okay. No worries. So some exciting news coming right to you we have just launched first of all our first issue of our business magazine this is a digital uh, christian women in business magazine that you can have sent right to your inbox so if you'd like to find some more information about that head over to our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au sign up and uh, we'll send the magazine right to your inbox we have got it jam-packed full of awesomeness from women in all different industries sharing their tips and tricks the main theme for this magazine is all about starting a business and it's just been such a godsend um god put on my heart when we were first starting christian women in business about encouraging people through words 
So finally seeing this come into action is such an honor and it's so humbling. So we can't wait to encourage and inspire women out there through words of encouragement. So that's the first big news. And the second awesome news is in the podcast before we mentioned about our community conference and we wasn't sure if tickets would be live or not, but they are definitely live now. So if you are interested in attending our community conference, feel free to head over to the website. It will be happening on Saturday, the 17th of February, 2018 in Gatta on the beautiful Gold Coast. It will be a great excuse to have a girls weekend away in a luxury location and just spend some time soaking in God. We're going to be running a day workshop with the amazing Kerry Phipps, who's going to be teaching us all about talking to strangers and incorporating that in our businesses. We're going to be spending time working on our businesses while you're there. And then we've got some awesome opportunities for community time. So spending time with each other and learning what we've put into action of what we've learned from Kerry on the day. So it's awesomely exciting. You can buy your ticket through the website. We can't wait to get all of the Christian women in business in Australia and around the globe in one room for one day, straight night, and just, yeah, worship God and have some fun in business. So looking forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening in and we'll catch you next time. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes and for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.